Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Broker Bros Podcast, Season 2, Episode 8 to be exact. I'm your host, Joe Adonolfi, and with me this week, we have um, for a repeat, well not a repeat, but uh, back on for his third, third, uh, yeah, third, time. third episode, third time, um, Andrew Yates, who is actually head of marketing here at LDI Logistic Dynamics. Um, so Andrew, welcome back to the show. Good to have you back. Thank you very much. Yep. All right. Um, so what we're going to be doing today, you know, we've had you on a few times. We've we've gotten some nice insights into the pipeline um, and some kind of marketing tips and things like that. But I don't think we ever really gave the listeners a true background on kind of like we did with Eric last week on where you come from, um, exactly what you're specializing in, you know, even beyond LDI and, and within LDI within these walls. So um, I kind of want to take, you know, about a couple minutes here to start and just kind of hand the mic off to you to, to give the backstory on Andrew. Yeah. Uh, so probably the biggest thing that's relevant to everybody that, that would be listening to this now is that uh, whenever you've heard uh, Joe or Alex or last week Eric mention the producer of this podcast. Very true. That's me. <laughs> uh, so that's that's what would be kind of relevant to everybody here. Beyond that, I started with LDI just a little under a year ago now. Yep. Uh, I've been handling marketing here ever since. Uh, before that, um, I was in manufacturing, I was, but I was uh, in charge of marketing for a manufacturing company. Um, that goes that was for about six years, um, and before that, I actually did ten years in IT, which is how I ended up kind of being our, our podcast uh, uh, guest for uh, the pipeline, the resident expert in right. uh, in ransomware right. <laughs> from the early stages uh, on, and uh, even had some experience with a ransomware attack before coming here. Yeah. So that was uh, that was an interesting. Uh, it was great insight, man. Was, you know what I mean? It was an interesting topic too. It's uh, it's a. Uh, Going to be more and more, and in fact, we've talked about me coming back sometime uh, a little later on, maybe to talk about what you should be doing to keep yourself safe yeah. from uh, you know, from all sorts of security risks. Um, beyond that, I have an MBA from the University of Buffalo, as well as a, as a uh, four-year business degree, uh, Bachelor of Science in Business from uh, from the University of Buffalo, um, and that's that's pretty much it. That's what I've been doing. Big UB guys, I'm a UB guy myself. Awesome, love that. Go Bulls, right? Go Bulls. Well. No, it's great, and kind of just to recap what we already talked about, I kind of was given a little rundown last week of, you know, obviously the show's changed since since yep. Alex has left us, um, so kind of the way that we're going to be doing things is we're going to get, I, I like it, it's almost, you know, I, I miss Alex, obviously, but I, I like yeah. kind of where we're heading in direction right now because we're getting two fresh um, perspectives, I, I would say, right? We have last week, we had Eric Mueller get introduced um, who's head of carrier development here at LDI. We got a more very sound operational guy, um, where more so me, the host, is kind of more the customer facing. And then now we're getting an even, you know, an added bonus with IT, but marketing, right? We get marketing, a little bit of that IT. Um, it's also know. kind of interesting because I've only been in freight since starting here about a year ago. Yeah, so true. I think I can really take a lot of uh, a lot of looks at things that you say and 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 kind of say, hey, if you're not in freight, this might have just popped out to you. Yeah. Uh, so that could be that could be a lot of uh, a lot of fun on the show, and also just some good insights. Yeah, I think a uh, different viewpoint, right? A kind of a uh, a fresh set of eyes, yeah. one would say. As I learn, I can point out the things that I find important. Yeah, exactly. From from an outsider standpoint, as far as you know, just getting into the actual transportation brokering field, right? You have the marketing. You have you've been in even manufacturing, so you've been involved in kind of transportation loosely, right? Right. Um, but actually, the physical, you know, getting into it, the the broker bros, man. You know? Yeah. Just getting in broker, and I love it. 
Um, well, yeah, so I think we got a pretty good show um, scheduled for today as far as what we want to talk about. Um, we want to get into, and I find this is something that a lot of brokers struggle with to even really think about, and they, it's social media, right, and presence on there, what we should be doing as far as marketing ourselves. And we're not even really talking about prospecting, right? That can be right. a separate episode that we want to get into. Um, but I think and I feel that a lot of, and what I hear, a lot of brokers almost say like, you know, it's too much to even think about, so I just won't even do it, or I'll just create this one little page. I'll maybe update it like once every six months, and we'll go from there, right? I'm out there. That's all I need to do. So kind of right. give us your, your thoughts um, to start off. Should, I, should a broker be on social media? Yeah, and the short answer is yes. Yep. Uh, the bottom line is that the two kind of mentalities that you just explained, I understand them completely. Of course, it's it's more work, mm-hmm. right? And you're not necessarily getting money from that work. Right. Uh, and that's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, if you're not on social media, there's only so many different places for you to be, right? So if somebody, if somebody Googles you after you talk to them, which is the first thing we do when we meet a new business contact these days, and they don't find anything, they don't trust you. Yeah. Right. They don't. They don't trust. They they might trust that you are who you say you are. Right. And that you are. You know. They're not necessarily thinking you're lying to them, uh, but they don't think that you have expertise. Yeah. Right. If you look up a company online right now and you don't find them, you're probably not comfortable doing business with them. Yeah. What are we in the stone age? You don't have a website. You don't have any kind of presence out there right. on the web. You need that. Right. And especially right. in a first prospect or first call or first impression on a prospect, right? It'd be different if we're talking about a customer I've been taking care of for two, three years. They know me, right? Right. This is a fresh new take of first impression is, is everything, especially in this business. Yeah. And if you're if they're looking at your if they do find you, right? And they're looking at your LinkedIn page or whichever other site you might be on and it's just not that impressive or it's not about freight, uh, then they're not going to think that you are an expert in freight. Yeah. And that's the ultimate thing that we want to do here. We want to make sure that when, when somebody finds you online, if you're a freight broker, that they view you as an expert in freight. Yeah. And we're not talking about here just, uh, you know, we've all seen on LinkedIn or Facebook or something like that, these um, these pages that just basically say, hey, looking for dry vans from, you know, right. Texas out to, to the West Coast, right? We're not talking about that. We're talking about good content, right. sharing, like, you know, breaking news, right? Stories, giving an insight on that stuff. Yeah, if you look at LDI's uh, social media pages, all of that is usually uh, we do a couple of updates a week, um, you know, more or less, depending on if there's a lot going on or if there's, uh, you know, sometimes there's slow news week, sometimes there's holidays we want to we want to mm-hmm. talk about, right? But for the most part, you're going to find news articles about the, the latest topics. Um, I actually, I manage the social media pages. I'm looking for if there's news about a storm, Yeah. I want to make sure to get that That's out there, one. right? And I tell people, hey... Check on your drivers, check on your customers in these areas. Yeah. They're facing new challenges. And that's, one, because mostly it's it's probably our brokers that are following us, and I want to remind them, like, hey, this is a good time to, to check in on these people. Yeah. Um, but, two, it's because I want people to, to be able to look at LDI and say, this is a source of knowledge about freight. It shows that you're paying attention, right? You're paying attention to, like, like we said, the industry trends, what's going on in the industry. So you then portray yourself, as we said, super knowledgeable, right? You're right. reading up on this stuff daily. You're blasting it out on your social media pages. It means you care about it, right? So that is a huge, like I said, first impression to a prospect who's going to immediately after that phone call, whether you think, hey, I nailed it. I knocked it out of the park. There's no way these people aren't going to start shipping with me. What's the first thing they're going to do, right? They're going to go look you up on 
Facebook on LinkedIn, primarily probably LinkedIn first, right, on a business relationship standpoint here. Um, I'd say maybe secondary beyond, you know, I don't know. What do you think? Are they going to look up the broker first or are they going to look up the company first? They're going to look up you. Yeah. They're, they are, when you leave an office, you want them thinking like, yeah, of course you represent yourself as, if it's, you know, if it's one of our brokers, you represent yourself as, as a representative of LDI. Yep. But they remember Joe, mm-hmm. right? LDI is a company that they, they did not, that did not make an impression on them. Joe made an impression on them, right? And they're going to, they're going to go from there. Yep. So if you're their new broker, you're the, mo- the most important person to them. Oh, yeah. Um, and we know that, right? That's that's why brokers build those relationships. And that's why we're here. And that's why, you know, a lot of brokers are successful is, you know, like you said, they remember you, the person, Joe or, or Andrew, the person. Um, secondary, you're right. And I have to agree with you. Secondary would be sure. You know, maybe after I've looked into it, I like kind of what I'm seeing here on, you know, let's see, it's you, Andrew, right? I'm, I'm, I'm liking what I'm seeing here. Very active on LinkedIn, sharing a lot of good information. This guy is in tune, right? He knows the freight industry. Oh, that's right. He said he was with LDI. Let's look them up quick, right? I mean, that's right. kind of the thought process, I would think. And you probably have LDI on your profile, yeah. right? Every, you know, most of us do. And that would be a, a benefit, right? You're you showing that you're very connected with your corporate, you know what I mean? And, and in this agency realm, if, if a customer understands brokerage and knows the agent model, that's an important thing, right? Because that could be yep. um, something that a customer throws up a red flag, right? It doesn't seem they're very disconnected from their corporate which that could leave a lot of gaps, a lot of holes for me. Right. Because at that point, you want to make sure that you represent the fact that, okay, this this company backs me, I back them. We're vouching for each other. Yep. Um, and, and we're on the same page. If you, have a, if you have any sort of issue or if you have freight that you want to get shipped, everybody's working for you. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's the name of the game. Well, so, all right. So we've, we've answered the question of, you know, should I even be on social media? Yes. And then we would, you know, argue to say, Obviously, yes, right? Yes. Um, so now kind of going down that road that uh, that we've been going on for next, what are some of the sites, right? Like am I, am I just looking to go up on Facebook and start posting funny memes? Like probably not, right? What are some of the sites that we want to get on and really get a good traction on, yeah, now, in your opinion? The obvious one is LinkedIn. Yes. Right? Everybody's right. on LinkedIn. And the, the biggest thing I think that really sets LinkedIn apart isn't so much it, – it, yes, it's that – People on LinkedIn are there to talk about business, um, but it, it also lets you look at their title, look mm-hmm. at their company, right? Which they may or may not have on any other social media. Um, so you really get a good idea of who you're talking to. Frankly, you get an idea of whether this person, you know, if, if you're the broker and you're doing outbound stuff, right? right. We'll talk more about that another time, uh, but it does let you know that, hey, I'm, I'm talking to the person that's going to make a freight decision. Yeah. Or that at Which least is going important. to influence a freight Critical. decision. Yeah. yeah. Um, beyond that, I think most companies are probably more and more likely to be on Instagram as their next thing. And that one, so it's a little different, right? You don't do the same things on, on Instagram that you do on LinkedIn. Uh, it's going to be a little more picture-focused, a little more lifestyle-focused, mm-hmm. right? Um, if, you're, if you're a broker, maybe rather than posting about news, and you know, again, keep your, keep your post focused on freight. Uh, but be a little bit more out there and a little bit more about yourself as a person. Show your personality rather than just your business profile. You know, right. Yeah. Especially if, I mean, if you're interested in a, a certain industry, right? If you're shipping freight for the outdoor industry, right? Show yourself fishing. Um, you know, if you're, yeah. if you're doing something with produce, right? And, and you've got some sort of uh, hobby that's related to that, show yourself doing it. Yeah. Uh, you know, because it is. It's a little bit more personal. Um, Facebook, of course, is still kind of the, the 
gold standard for social media sites. I think less so over the last few years, but uh, it, it still is. Yeah, um, it's still the dominant thing, and, and I don't I don't see that changing anytime um, in in the future. I think it's going to still remain at least a little bit bigger than all the rest of them. So now, what would you say about you know, let's say like the remaining last two that we could talk about, right? Something like Twitter or something like even TikTok. Maybe those are kind of too different, but you know, I would say. Twitter almost, you know, we have one for the broker bros, right? And we're, yep. we're getting a little bit more active on it, but that's a lot of uh, a lot of funny stuff, right? I mean, that's that's right. kind of like we said, showing your personal flair, your personality. Right. Twitter, I mean, the, the number one thing you can do on Twitter is be funny. Yep. Right? Share memes, you know, do that stuff on, on Twitter. Yep. Um, you know, and there's always, you can you can show personality on any of these, but it's really degrees, mm-hmm. right? Like, if, if, you're, if you're just being funny on LinkedIn, you're not... You're not doing it right. Yeah. Uh, but if you're just sharing articles from the Wall Street Journal or another just business-focused uh, magazine online on Twitter, you're also not doing it right. You know, yeah. You've, you've got to really kind of match where you are. Okay. Because they're gonna they're gonna expect you to, to be different in these different places. And again, I mostly look at social media for I think for ninety percent of brokers as just a way for them to come to you and verify. Mm-hmm. But if you're really good at it. And you get a little lucky, and you know maybe something goes viral, or you just you're really good with one with one type of uh, social media or another. You might build up a following, and you might yeah. start getting people coming to you because of your social media. Yeah, it's not. I don't think that's a huge part of uh, the goal for most brokers on social media. It's a nice thing to do. It would be great to accomplish, uh, but I think for the most part, with a broker, it is. You're you're there so that you can put one more place where you show yourself to be credible. Uh, yeah. Credible. Now, what do you think, what's your opinion on, uh, you know, we have an agent of ours who was very successful on a social media platform because of case stories, right? Right. This happened with my customer. I did ABC and everything was beautiful. We got everything taken care of. What's your opinion on kind of getting out there and putting your business, right? Your business out there to the open, to the public, right? I mean, obviously we're going to keep names out of it, stuff like that. We're going to try to, but what's your opinion overall on that? Yeah. So the agent that, that you're talking about, um, uh, I think I know who you're referring to. And again, we'll keep names out of it, but, uh, that agent is very good at that. I think he's on, on LinkedIn. Yes. Yep. It is. Uh, He's, he's very good at using LinkedIn. If you can get to, to that level, fantastic. (laughs) Right. That, but it's but not that's for everybody. Not, right. It's not for everybody. Not everybody's going to get there. It's not something you're going to learn in a podcast. Yeah. Right. That that's going to take you a long time to get there. It's going to be something you do professionally. It's part of who you are and how you market yourself. Um, there's probably a little bit of prospecting there, but it is. He's, he's doing more marketing type yeah. of activities. Uh, but he's very very good at it. Uh, he I guess brands himself. You know right, what I mean? Right. And that's a fantastic thing to do. And and I encourage everybody to try that. Don't be disappointed, though, if that doesn't turn into people see you and they come to you, mm-hmm. right? That is an added bonus that you can you can potentially have happen. It's not what you want to rely on for social media. What you really want to focus on for social media is, again, that credibility angle. Yep. Um, you want to make sure that your prospecting is a little easier because when they look at you and find you online, you make a good impression there, too. Yeah. Then if you get to it's the point where you're going viral or something or you're getting a lot of people calling into you, um, then, yeah, fantastic. You did a great job. You did more than we're going to tell you you have to try to accomplish. Um, I I think that's the big thing is there's certain stuff here that you really have to do. Yeah. 
So, I mean, now, you know, we've kind of gone through all the different types and, and kind of where what your goals should be on each separate platform. All right, so we've kind of covered the, the how-to. Um, now, what is your opinion? I'm curious, do you think, as I, I'm a broker, right, and let's just say I'm, I'm a medium of the road, I got like a million-dollar book of business, I'm doing okay for myself, I want to take it to the next level, um, or not even that, right, I'm just starting to get out on social media, should I have all? Should I have a LinkedIn? Should I have a Facebook? Should I have a Twitter and an Instagram and maybe get a TikTok? Should I be on all of them trying to cover all bases, or should I maybe try to primarily focus on the one that I think I'm the best at or have the most traction on? Yeah, so it's it's good to try to cover all the bases if you can, um, but what you don't want to have happen is that you, you're doing too many of them and you're not managing them. Yeah. Because maybe even worse than not being on social media is you, you know somebody finds your, your social media page and it's unimpressive. Because if you're on LinkedIn and they Google you, they're going to find your LinkedIn. If you're on LinkedIn and Twitter and Facebook and TikTok and Instagram and they Google you, I don't know which one they're going to find. Neither do you. Yeah, that's true. Right? And hopefully it's the one that looks the best. Yeah, that you're most <laughs> active on and you're putting good content on. Right. And, and so if you're, if you're not on, if you're on them, be on them. If you're not on them, don't be on them. Yeah. I right? guess that's a good way to think about it. Like, you know, commit to, yeah, I'd say almost plan ahead, right? Yeah. Sit down with yourself and say, hey, do I have the time to monitor and update and constantly update five? Or right. do I only have the time to maybe do one, right? What is my business allowing me to do? Because you don't want to, like you said, cut out that, you know, all right, beautiful. I got five of them ready to go. I don't ever touch any of them except for LinkedIn. And then my customer finds, you know, they don't, for, by chance, they don't find my LinkedIn or prospect. They find my Facebook, which has, you know, ABC Broker created a Facebook and that's it. Right. Or like one post from 2019. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's you're, you're going to be in trouble at that point, right? They're going to look at you and they're going to be unimpressed. Yep. And they're probably not going to search your name a second time. Yeah. Right? They're probably yeah. not going to look for you. Like, at, at that point, you're really trading on the impression you made to hope that they'll find your LinkedIn eventually because they keep looking. Right. Uh, but they might find your Facebook, not be impressed, and move on. Yeah. Uh, so what you really want to do is make sure that you're, 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 act, you're active and present on the ones that you're using. Um, and I would say no matter how much time you think you have, start with one. Right? Because... It's one thing to to shut down a social media site. That that takes some effort. You can do that. You can you could pull your page down and you're okay. Um, but you might you know people might find remnants of it. They might uh, you know, they might see things that posts about you, uh, things along those lines. Whereas if you start with one, and you do well there, and realize you have more time, and and you that you can devote to social media, and you're you're doing it, then yeah, you can add to it a lot more easily than you can drop something. Yeah, that's very true. Um, you know, kind of slowly, incrementally get on those sites as you see fit, right? As you see maybe LinkedIn's working out, or I maybe want to branch out and get into Facebook, right? So it's all about planning, right. I would say. Getting certainly to know. in this industry, I would, I would start with LinkedIn. Yeah, oh yeah, for 100%. Um, all right, well, I think, uh, want to get a little bit more specific, I think, as far as like, you know, uh, you know, let's go to an operations level. Um, so how to use it. We've kind of gone through the, you know, hey, Facebook, you should use it for this or LinkedIn, you should use it for that. But um, maybe like frequency of posts, how often should I? Um, is it dependent? Um, also, I think this is an obvious one, but obviously, you know, filling out everything on your profile, making sure that it's all there. It's yeah. not just kind of haphazardly filled out. So, um, you know, what do you think about that? Maybe primarily start off with how many times should I post? How active yeah. should I be? 
So you you want to you want to make sure you're active. You're talking at least two or three times a week on most platforms. Uh, Twitter, I would say, you're talking two or three times a day at least. Probably. Right, and you're really looking to start conversations uh, on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And so that means that if people are replying to you, you want to reply to them, right? Mm-hmm. You, you need to be active there. Other sites, yeah, they'll comment on your posts, but it's all very structured. And so if you're coming back a little later on, no big deal, right? That's that's no problem. Twitter, though, is is very instant, you know, instant gratification, short term. I have a question. I'm hoping somebody answers right now. So you, if you're going to be on Twitter, you want to make sure you are on Twitter. Right. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Um, and uh, look out for, for Broker Bros. We've been a little lax on that one, but we're going to be coming out. I know we had a nice strong one for Memorial Day, but uh, definitely look out for that too. Um, and I, I think I, I want it to be said here, and I think it's important because you know we're putting a big emphasis on this right and we nor- we should right social media is definitely a necessity to at least have a presence um, that doesn't mean that it's that it's necessarily a make or break kind of thing right i mean it's you know if if you don't have a huge presence and that's not your niche and you're still doing all right with that and you just have a good core group of customers that you get good referrals from then you know keep doing that i would argue right yeah you're you're there's no reason to change something that's working yep because you know you, you heard Joe and Andrew talking about it on a podcast. Um, now the the biggest thing for me is if you're prospecting, you're just you're going to have an easier time doing that if people can find you yeah. and see more evidence than just what you're telling them yeah. that shows that you're credible. Yeah, it can only help, right? Right. Um, and we're taking a very low stakes approach to this, right? We're yeah. not saying like you have to have a million followers and, and you know everybody has to know your name. No, kind we're like a saying grassroots that, thing. Yeah, yeah. You, we're really saying more along the lines of, you know, you want somebody to look at your card, look you up online, and go, okay, this person looks like they know, they know freight. They made a good impression in the uh, in, in the first meeting that we had with them or on the call, and now that I'm looking at their at their social media, it supports what they told me. Yeah, yeah, and that's important because, like we said, that's a that's a a confirmation for your for your prospect or your customer yeah. to to say, you know. Hey, they know what's going on, right? They're in tune. They're active, you know, and that could also kind of, you know, if you're active every day on social media like that as a customer or a prospect, it's like, you know, this person's probably less apt to leave me hanging, right? You know, right. as far as like even just on my normal freight, right? They're 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 online. They're in tune. Um, they're responsive, and and they're getting they're getting it, right? They get it that they have to be out there on social media. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, I'd say. Uh, to wrap it up, you know, I think social media is critical as far as just at least having a presence, some sort of presence, um, like you said, to to be able to look up and confirm, um, you know, anything else that you want to add as far as, you know, something that we didn't cover yet on, on social media and kind of being out there. Now, just kind of a reminder, like I said, it's, it's very low stakes. You don't need to be a, a big viral presence. You don't need to, to have... Um, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars of business coming in through your social media to be successful. Yeah. Um, it's really more to support your existing efforts. Okay. Um, so, you know, don't get yourself caught up on it and thinking like, oh, my social media is, you know, don't get stressed out about yeah. social media. It's there for fun and then businesses turned out to, to find it useful. Yeah, 100%. I would agree. I would, I would agree entirely with that. Um, you know, I definitely think it is important to have that social media presence, especially in today's day and age, right? I mean, that's... That's the number one thing that all humans seem to be gravitating towards when they have a little free time, or even to, like you said, check up on business stuff. You know what I mean? It's it's migrating where it's not all on 
systems and computer systems and softwares. It's now you know we're connecting via LinkedIn and we're doing business via LinkedIn or any kind of social media platform. Right. You know. And and you know you can manage your online presence other ways as well. Um, register your business with Google. Yeah. Right? Make sure you're at, you're on their Google Maps if you've got a location, and make sure you're registered. Um, but that's that's really still the big one. Uh, websites, I think, are less and less important unless you have something very specific yeah. you're trying to do with your website because uh, you know social media kind of takes the place of that in a lot of cases. Right, and you would you would you know in our situation you would want your your brokerage to kind of drive you know on their website drive prospect drive kind of that stuff from from that singular website instead of having to have something completely separate than your brokerage. You know what right. I'm saying? I mean. Which I think is good. I think that's another topic for another day as far as like websites, what you want to see on there, what you don't, right? Yeah, what you should look for as an agent in, a, in a, maybe a brokerage's website, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. That, that could be something to talk about you know, both from their standpoint because we do have agents that have websites. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, that have their own website and also LDI has a website, right? Yep. And it's, it's meant partially to support it's meant mostly really to support agents. Yeah, I'd say maybe dive into uh, a little bit on when it warrants you should have your own website. You know, what what does it look like? What is that niche market where you might want to have your own website separate of your brokerages? Right. You know, stuff like that. Stuff like you know, I, I like this. Like I said, we're gonna get a marketing kind of because um, that's a huge thing, right? It is being very visible and, and marketing yourself. Brand recognition is a huge thing, right? So um, you know, Mailchimp, Blast, you know, all this kind of stuff that we see you do all day every day with our agents we want to bring to the forefront here and put it out on the podcast which absolutely I think is, yeah which i think is great well good i think this was a really good topic um and, and i thank you for for diving deep into that with me um now you know tradition with the broker bros is we also get a little bit of sports talk in here um not too much going on recently we got we got the bills finish up finishing up minicamp some stadium news. Some stadium news, though. That's what I wanted to get to. Nice. I'm glad you, you pointed me there. So it looks like plans are in the works, and uh, we're staying at OP. Yeah, what, I, I know you don't like it. So give me, give me, give me your opinion. Let's let's see what we got. What, what do you think? I mean, listen, we have an open air stadium in OP right now, and it's been working, right? It's yeah. obviously been working. Bills Mafia is considered maybe the best fan base. In, in North American professional oh, it sports. It is. It is. Right? <laughs> um, yeah, and I absolutely think so. Yes. Um, I kind of wonder how big a project you really want to do to go from an open-air stadium in Orchard Park to an open-air open stadium, stadium in Orchard, Orchard Park. Park. <laughs> um, I think there's probably, you know, there's 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 changes that you could make. Yeah. Um, you're so, saying renovating? Yeah, if you're uh, either renovating or if you're going to do this and you're going to build a new stadium... Um, you know, and we might have renovated. We might have renovated High uh, what is it, Highmark Stadium now. Yeah, yeah Highmark. Yeah. Um, we I might have was... renovated it to death. Yeah, that's the <laughs> um, thing. So you're talking but, more like Soldier Field. What the Bears did is like blow it all up inside, keep the structure and the bones, and just build around that something new. Yeah, potentially. Or if you're if you're going to build a new stadium, look at changes. Right. Look yeah. at look at a dome. Look at um, you know. There's I know a lot of people, and I I live in in the city of Buffalo, mm-hmm. as you know. Um, and so I know a lot of people in Buffalo were like, move it to the waterfront, right? Let's put something, let's put something there. Um, Do like which a Cleveland kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. It's, and, and Cleveland, that's, that stadium and that whole setup is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, it's, it is. It's such a nice location and it really emphasizes the, you know, some, some beauty that I don't think people think of necessarily first when they think of Cleveland. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So again, I'm not, it's not that I hate the idea. We have an open air stadium in Orchard Park right now and it has been working very well for decades. Um, 
I also heard a little bit about maybe the team will have to play away from Buffalo for a I couple did, of years to I do did that. Hear that. And that I I oof. don't like. Yeah, I'm a season I, ticket holder. You know that, Drew. I yeah, don't like that. That that part. Where makes, do I gotta go? go? No. Where do I gotta go? Like that that part to me is is just a non starter and yeah. should not be considered. Yeah, I I'd have to agree. I've heard so, you know, obviously not everybody who listens to this podcast is from Buffalo, right? So they wouldn't know, but there is a community college that's right across the street from uh Ralph well not Ralph Wilson, Highmark Stadium. That's it's the nineties kid me coming I out. I almost said it that I almost yep. said it too. That's what I was like, <laughs> but yeah, so they have a pretty decent-sized campus. They have an actual – I played on that football team back in the day. They have a little tiny, you know, field there with a couple, you know, some grandstands and all that. I heard a rumor that that might be the site because they're thinking of shutting down ECC South. That's Erie Community College South Campus. Um, yeah, that's what I heard actually um, through actually a, uh, a source who works for Erie Community College. Okay. Um, actually, completely separately, I heard um, – I, I read an article not too long ago – ECC was talking about maybe three campuses is just a lot for a for a, a county community college. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they have a very good, you know, the campus down downtown, and then their north campus houses a lot of a lot of good stuff as far as classes, um, you know, extracurricular things. But that south campus, I think it's literally like auto body work, right. um, you know, maybe communication degree, and then one football team that has been dwindling for 10 years. Right. <laughs> so it's like, eh, does it really need to be there, right? And then the Bills are kind of like, oh, okay, well, we're looking to build a new stadium. Why don't we maybe buy up the land? So yeah. I don't know. I like it. I like the idea, too, of they have, uh, you know, if you've seen the drawing plans, it's almost like Seattle's where they have the fans covered, that open-air stadium kind of deal. Yeah. I just I think you could probably do more with it than just football. That's the uh, if thing, you've got right? A covered stadium. Yeah. Whereas right now, I think we kind of just do football. So that's yeah, that's kind of like a business thing for for either Orchard Park or the city of Buffalo, wherever it goes, um, or Erie County just in general. Is you know, hey, if I have a dome or even a retractable roof, right? Not even a dome, a retractable roof where I can put it over, and you know, when it's uh, lake effect snow blowing uh, a foot of snow in Buffalo in January or February, I can still have you know a concert in there, right? right. I can have whoever you want to say, Billy Joel, uh, Foo Fighters, whoever. I think the Foo Fighters, they just actually did that big concert down in New York City, which is yeah, pretty they, cool. Yeah, they just did Madison Square Garden. That's why they came to my mind there. But you know what I mean? Like, you could yeah. have that, right? And that's a revenue generator yeah, for and, the county. And please do make the roof retractable, right? We all love the Bills snow game, right? That that January, December just oh, yeah. fight that yeah. we get at least once a year. Shades we of that Colts game that. a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah. I was one at of my that favorite one. games. And then there was the, there was the Winter Classic yeah. NHL game, right? Like, yep. That I th- I think you know that should be one of the first things we do is hey we're looking at building a stadium here NHL you yeah. want to come back to Buffalo it worked out pretty well last time yeah exactly and I think I think uh, a lot of this is a pressure from the NFL yeah basically saying hey nudge nudge wink wink you better get a new stadium I don't care if you just build the same one over again next door right. <laughs> it's just basically what we're gonna do. Yeah, I, I would just I would like to see if we're gonna do this, let's accomplish something. Yeah, yeah. I would have to agree. Well I think that uh that's a pretty good jam packed episode, man. That's for for your first one coming on here. We <laughs> we got a good one. We got social media, we got bills talk, we got stadium talk, we're getting into county revenue talk, we're gonna bring in those concerts. I like it, but um, I thank think you. we told everybody last time that oh. uh, that Eric and I will... will oh, yeah, I, I was kind of getting into that. I guess I lost my train of thought there. <laughs> but, yeah, so kind of the, the, the format going forward, right, is we're going to alternate between, you know, that operation standpoint that Eric brings us, 
where it's going to be more focused on, you know, day-to-day office right at my desk. What am I doing as a broker? Some tips, some things that to look out for, all that. Right, we got a double brokering last week, which is that is a whole nother separate. We might be getting another double brokering episode oh, yeah. coming out because it is running rampant. There is a huge ring down in Southern California that is getting exposed yes. as we speak, and it is big. It is big, man. It is bad. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have a lot of double brokering content. Look forward to uh, I'm posting them on the blog about that. Yeah, you are doing a nice um, blog about that. Yeah, I'm gonna be getting some some information from you and Eric as well because yep. you know I'll, I'll never know it as well as you guys do. Yeah, no, you live it and you, it's <laughs> it's somebody. If anybody likes it's uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia that. Uh, that meme of Charlie when he's got, you know, the, the yes. points here to there, there. It's like Eric has been that guy with the double brokering scheme, like trying to figure out where it's coming from, pinpointing that stuff down, which is tough, right? That's Yeah, because, I mean, there's definitely a ring, but there's also just people who pop up. Yeah. Yeah, that couldn't be more 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 true, man. Well, I like it. And then we're going to, you know, come on then the following week with a marketing perspective from you, right? Whether that's, right. you know... How do I blast out on something as simple as how do I get a blast going out on MailChimp? I've never used it. Or um, like we did today, how do I get out on their social media? Or, you know, like we want to do maybe in a future episode, how do I prospect via social media? Yeah. All right. So those kind of things, which I think is the two perspectives that we need the most. You know, and it's, that's, it's going to be a beautiful thing, I think. Yeah, I think it's great. I, I think with your knowledge about just the day-to-day life of a, of a broker and then kind of the two aspects, right, that the broker's need to know but don't necessarily do every day the operations side and the marketing side yep. i think that's gonna be big for people 100 percent broker bros going to the next level man uh, i love it well as uh i know you're familiar with this because you're our producer Absolutely. as we always end the show go bills go bills